What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Fear the Walking Dead, World Beyond Week, whatever, it's over, but here we go, we're starting, getting into it, because it's the end of the first half, sort of, of Fear the Walking Dead, season six, and we are also simultaneously, simultaneously, moving into the end game for the Walking Dead, World Beyond, season one of two seasons. Uh, I'm Josh Wiggler, uh, joined here by Chappelle Chappelle. How are you? Are you okay? I know that you're a little worried. You're your little guys on the road all on the zone. Yeah, I couldn't decide if this was going to be my last episode or not. Uh, you guys see how it, plans, how it pans out. I, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna hang out in the wings, you know, and just kind of lurk, maybe follow behind you guys a couple paces just to see <laughs> if you guys are okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have supplies, you know, this podcast will, it, the, you know, the odds of it, inc- you know, increase. You know, by just by me being around, you know, so. Yes, I agree. I'm just going to hang out for now. We'll see. Stick around. Stick around. Yeah. We need you. We'll see. We need you. Yeah. You're part of the family now. Um, yeah. Also part of the family. And I believe she's brought props. Uh, some prop comedy coming your way this week. Courtesy of the one, the only, Jess Haymaker Hattie Lease. Uh, Jess. Sound the alarm! Hey. hey, we were right. We were right. All right, so that's like a light spoiler. If you didn't get too deep into Walking Dead: World Beyond and you missed the final scene or whatever, but like something we've been talking about on the World Beyond side of things, like fully happened. And like Chappelle, don't we? Don't we just feel great about like being so right? Yeah, as the writer of the show, it feels good to see kind of yeah. our vision, you know, yeah. played out on screen. <laughs> Uh, I was very yeah. pleased to see uh, Huck Ormond yeah. <laughs> show up in the last scene. That was great. So there you go. Yeah, Jess, it's it's an interesting phenomenon. And uh, the three of us as the writers of The Walking Dead World Beyond, who we don't tend to get to watch our work on screen until we get together to podcast about it. But clearly, <laughs> the three of us had extensive conversations about the heel turn for Huck uh, for, for quite some time. Um, and uh, it really was just lovely to watch it unfold in uh, in live action. Yeah, I will be honest. I did not see the daughter thing coming, but we called Huck. Yeah, we called Huck Huck as a mole like four weeks ago fully. And it's just nice that they're not going to mess with us anymore. They're not going to pretend nobody knows that. They're just going to put it all out on the table so they don't have to be really coy about it anymore. Yeah. Um, So that happened. Meanwhile... What the huck is happening on Fear the Walking Dead with all these crazy-ass zombies? Uh, really weird and gross and terrifying, scary stuff happening on Fear the Walking Dead this week as we raced to the mid-season finale. Got a good amount of Alicia was back in the mix. Uh, and and Morgan is here, and Morgan's just killing lots of people again. And um, now Virginia has a plan, and here's Grace. She's back, but what are they going to do to Grace? Lots of questions. Lots of questions on the fear front. Yeah, I liked fear this week. Uh, I was much more terrified by something else during Fear the Walking Dead. Are we going to talk about Ed a lot? Oh yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about this episode of 
of Fear the Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrified of Ed. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's a spoiler or if I'm uh, that's an unpopular opinion, but I wanted him gone and I'm glad that he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can imagine that's unpopular. Yeah. (laughs) I was stressed. We got no room in our hearts for Ed. Not at all. Get him (laughs) out of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's cool to see like horned zombies. I don't know. Like that was different. Yeah. Jadis did it better. Oh, I guess she did. Winston. I was getting like big uh, Sid from Toy Story vibes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when the like yeah. the baby crawls from under the bed, I was like, "Get him out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> can you give it like uh, connects uh, spider legs uh, on right. a walker in the future would be interesting. This really begs the question that if you if you had a walker and you cut off its legs and you put other legs on it, could it walk? Yeah, <laughs> that is a great question. Could you stitch that together? My guess would be yes. <laughs> like what if you put an additional leg on it could it walk on three legs like could you make like an octo walker so oh, so God. this is what we're talking about like structurally so i mean torso and up yep so mm-hmm. arms and head and that's all from the same body yep. although from- i suppose for the sake of this example like we could stitch random appendages together yeah it, they but, could have more arms uh but on top of a set of legs that are also on top of a set of other legs so it's no like, no we're gonna like so we're gonna get longer legs and like sew them to his hips so he looks like that baby that Sid played with in Toy Story. Yes. <laughs> like no. it, would this work or would he just like try to drag the extra legs? I bet it works. I bet it works. All we need is a little bit of uh magic, which we know exists in the world of The Walking Dead now, just to like spell cast that a little bit, and then I think we mm-hmm. we're good to go. But on the other hand, I feel like if that did work, Ed probably would have tried it already. And we didn't see any walkers that were like that. Uh, but he's not a sorcerer, Chappelle. That dude's like at best sleight of hand magician territory. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, you're right, least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, now that we talk about this, this uh, Frankenstein, Ed, uh, a little bit more, I'm, I'm kind of sad that we lost him. Wouldn't you like to see him? Good the, podcast fodder. Good yeah, podcast fodder. I mean, this would have been good, the, the, him as Sid. Sid wasn't a magician either, you know? He was just a really horrible kid who liked Pop-Tarts. Yeah. He so, was a neglected child who was very creative. Yeah, he had a lot of fun. I can see that for Ed. You gotta be worried about Sid. You should worry about me. This is what I was doing to my action figures as a kid, too. I was like, uh, oh. I was unscrewing the backs of my GI Joes. They had like the little rubber band in the middle, and so you could like swap torsos and legs and heads and limbs and stuff, and you could make your own character. I was doing this all the time. Did you have a Mrs. Nesbit? Have <laughs> parties with Mrs. Nesbit? No comment. No comment. No comment. Uh, all right, so we're gonna get into all of this today. We've got. Uh, let's talk fear first, then we'll talk world beyond. Before we talk about either of these things i want to tell you a quick thing this is important for you to know support for this podcast comes from pluto tv you need an escape drop into pluto tv for a world of free tv stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free yeah free no subscriptions no fees imagine 24 7 channels of narcos csi star trek jess survivor and everything else from hit movies to binge worthy tv shows the latest news live sports comedy and more what you waiting for download the free pluto tv app for android iphone roku and fire tv and start streaming now pluto tv drop in watch free watch fear the walking dead as we did all season long here on fear the walking dead 
world beyond. And while there is still one more uh, week of the podcast, folks, that's all she wrote for Fear the Walking Dead this season because uh, the pandemic strikes again. Have you heard about this pandemic? So there's a pandemic and it railroaded much of production. Um, and so halfway into shooting 608, the mid-season finale, they had to shut down. So 607 ends up becoming the mid-season finale. Jess, how does this function as a mid-season finale for you? The terrible tale of Ed and his antler zombies. Well, you know, we went through this already. We've been through this with regular Walking Dead. And, you know, I I guess I'm okay with it. It certainly... You can you can find ways to treat this as a mid-season finale because we certainly do have, like, Morgan gathering his people together and they're heading off into the unknown. And I I think you can certainly treat that as, okay, well, Morgan has made his face known to everybody and he's kind of, he's not skulking around in the shadows anymore and he's telling them all about the new place and they're going to the new place and Virginia is going to be pissed. So. I guess I'm okay with it. I mean, we figured out ways that we could be okay with regular Walking Dead's non-season finale, and we were okay. Chappelle, how did this function as a mid-season finale for you? It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> you know, I was maybe I was looking for a little bit more. Um, I liked I liked what I saw, but yeah, for a mid-season finale, I guess it's not the real finale. You know, it's not the big one. So you know, we could save some stuff for later. I, I like Morgan's. Uh, I don't I don't know how I feel about Morgan. Honestly, I was going to say I kind of like Morgan and recruiting everybody to come back to his bunker of sorts. Um, then I remember he like destroyed that whole like group of rangers. <laughs> so he like right. murdered all of them. So now I don't know how I feel about Morgan. I guess they had to die kind of. But for a, a midseason finale, it was fine. It was cool. So just the, the quick summary of the episode is that uh, Virginia's sister Dakota go, uh, takes an opportunity to, go, to run away because her convoy is attacked. We come to find out attacked by Morgan. She links up with this creepy dude named Ed in the woods who uh, like taxiderms zombies. Is that how you do it? You taxiderm something, Jess? Mm, taxidermize? You no, tax- there was whatever that viral commercial was where the guy had the taxidermy animals for a few years back. He always said taxidermize. And I got the sense that was not the correct terminology. Mm. What do we think? Taxidermize. Taxiderm, Chappelle? I'm going to say taxiderm. I, I, I like taxiderm. I, th- I think we ta- that we we taxiderm some zombies this week on Fear the Walking Dead. That's Ed's hobby. That's his post-apocalyptic yeah. hobby. He likes to do it. Uh, meanwhile, Strand, who was escorting Dakota, calls in a favor with a very reluctant Alicia, who's like, "Yeah, I'm on like outpost patrol. My job sucks, and I don't like Strand, and I don't want to do anything for him. But I guess I'll do it because maybe this is an opening to get out of here with Charlie. Me and Charlie will skip town." Uh, and maybe we'll go back to the stadium. Remember the stadium from season four from the flashbacks? The stadium that blew up in a giant fireball with a million walkers yeah, inside of it? Yeah, that's the one. That's the I one. doesn't strike me as a safe place. It doesn't. It doesn't. But why don't we put a pin in that? Because I feel like that's something we're going to have to talk about. Yep. And maybe exciting things potentially stemming from that um so alicia is like okay i'm gonna go and find dakota and she goes and finds dakota but she also finds ed who just like syringes her which is uncool especially as ed's gonna try and pass himself off as like yeah i'm a totally normal guy you just you just chappelle he just stabbed her with a needle 
Yeah, I was out on Ed the moment that happened and there was nothing he could say to win me over. I mean, I don't care if he has a house with a fireplace and all this like nice taxidermy around uh, and he's protecting everybody and he has a plan. I don't care. You stab me in the neck with a needle. We're done. And you stra- yeah. and then you strap me to a table. Listen, if you just wanted to knock me out, fine. But you strap me to the table like I was going to be next on the taxiderm list. I don't want to be next on it's the taxiderm okay. list. It's no. not okay. Nope. All of it's we'll bad. Yeah, he could have the best plan for everybody. It could be utopia up in there, but the second he ca- he tranquilizes you, you don't get a vote. And nope. I yeah. don't want to live in a place that's not a democracy. <laughs> I don't know. Am I alone here? No, no not at all. Hundred percent with you. <laughs> I was out on Ed. Yeah, uh, the, I don't know the actor's name, but I recognized Ed Raphael Sbarge. I wrote it down because I had to figure out where I knew him from. He's that where do we guy. Know him from? He's everywhere. He, you see him in a bunch of stuff. The one that I remember him from most is uh, the worst by far season of Twenty Four, especially now that it heavily involves Ricky Schroeder. Uh, is uh, season six of Twenty Four, where in the fourth episode of season six of Twenty Four. Los Angeles gets uh, gets attacked by a nuclear bomb, and uh, this guy Ed is at the epicenter of the blast, so he doesn't make it. I, and it, his name is not Ed in the show, is I it? I don't because believe so. That would <laughs> be pretty cool that. if he was just if he just played all kinds of Eds. But I don't believe that's right. I remember him from Star Trek Voyager, um, in which he played uh, like Star Trek Voyager's whole thing was they had this there were two ships that got sent way far away and they couldn't get back unless they worked together. And he was on the terrorist ship, but he managed to integrate himself into the crew until he sold them all out to the bad guys. And so he was kind of a dick then too. Yeah. He's good at the part. I mean, like to your point, Chappelle, like it was, you know, it it was, it was like fun to hate on Ed, I think. Yeah. I remember him as agent Garson from uh, Dharma and Greg. I don't know if y'all remember that. No, <laughs> no I, don't. I, don't. I definitely don't remember this. Crossover with June though. <laughs> Basically. No, yeah. I have no clue who this man is, but he did a really good job of being Ed. If yeah. this is future Sid, I believed every second of it. Yeah. So maybe this is post-apocalyptic Sid as possible. So anyway, Dakota's like, Oh, but I like him. He's cool. He's got records. He's a good talker. We're hanging out. And Alicia's like, Oh, this whole thing is really weird. Meanwhile, Charlie, creepy Charlie, just creeping throughout the house, like, hey, I'm here. Like, Charlie, what how'd you get it? I snuck in. He doesn't know. Like, it's really, really weird. And she's John McClain. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> <in> the vents. <laughs> she's I, like, I liked her a lot in this episode, kind of. So I, I was she was like winning me over as the episode. I was like, look at Charlie just in the mix, you know, hanging out. She's doing things. She 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 knocked him out with the syringe. But then when I found out that she missed the she missed the van. She missed. Charlie, come on. Come what? on. I, I just stabbed him right there. <laughs> Listen, did you like stab him in the arm? Like, ha, gotcha. Like, yeah. come on, man. And don't get me wrong. I don't expect her to have a working knowledge of how these, of how animal tranquilizers work. But I just, I, I had loved her so much in that moment. I was like, look at you. Buying us so much time. We're going to get out of here. She tried. Yeah. No, yeah. you got to give her credit for. <laughs> I give her credit. But her shot. I dare say oh. this is the most I have ever liked Charlie. Yeah. Yes. This was the episode. I was like, "Look at you, Charlie, my girl." And yeah. then she she missed the van. She missed She's the running van. around just trying to like problem solve this like uh, this hostage situation, basically, much like the the younger brother at the end of Fear, not Fear the Walking Dead, yeah. but <laughs> actual Fear, where he just like goes throughout the house. It's like somebody's got to take out Mark Wahlberg and his in his posse. Uh, oh my god! 
Instead. Do your Mark Wahlberg now. Do it now. <laughs> Come do on, it now. I can't just do it on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just bust out my Mark Wahlberg on, on, on command like that. It takes some time. Uh, and so Charlie's just in the house and she's hanging out and she's trying to get everything. And then, yeah, like the, the things turn around on Ed. And meanwhile, Alicia's like, hey, Virginia, pick up. And Virginia picks up the phone and immediately is like, Alicia? And so we got to stop down and take a moment to be like, Virginia, what an ear missing <laughs> right? a hand. But what she's lacking in a hand, she's gotten like, oh my gosh, she's recognized. Is that, do we call that's not perfect pitch? Perfect pitch. No. Well, there's some people that can do that. Perfect voice like, pitch? I don't know. There's a phenomenon. No? I don't know. Anytime there's a celebrity that does a voiceover on a commercial or anytime we watch an animated film, my husband, who does not know who any actors are and is not up on popular culture, immediately knows who every single voice is. Like, we're watching some like bottled water commercial, and he's like, Isn't that George Clooney? And I'm like, I don't know. How am I supposed to recognize George Clooney's voice? So I'm just going to say that that's a thing that people can do, and sometimes people are really good at it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's a talent for sure. Yeah, Virginia's for like, sure. talked to Alicia twice. It's just like, Alicia! Right. Yeah. I'm I'm the worst. Like you call me and I'm like, uh, new phone, who this? Yeah, who are you? Like and then like it's your aunt, like, oh shit. Uh, (laughs) My bad. I just you hadn't called in a while. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't save all the numbers. Yeah. yeah, So I don't know. Maybe she just had Alicia on her mind. Maybe she was just kind of one of those like, like, you know, I've heard from Alicia. Alicia. So weird I was just thinking about just thinking about you. As I often do. Yeah, uh, and wonder. so Alicia's like, so look, let me tell you everything that happened. I'm with Dakota. There was an attack. She's fine. I'll bring her back. But like, can I leave? And Virginia's <laughs> like, yeah, all right. That sounds workable. That's okay. Uh, so that's going to be the plan. And then uh, Ed, who's been like, like I, I feel like if you really are just listening to the podcast and you're not watching the show, like I feel like we're probably underselling what he's doing to these walkers. Super creep. He's strapping them to the table and like affixing deer antlers and other sorts of props to them. He's like turning them into like these very, very scary, like Guillermo del Toro pan's labyrinth style creatures. I mean, uh, it's very artful. Very. Given that was now was this foreshadowed last week? Uh, in the beginning of the episode when they had that zombie come through that had like the razor blades on its hands and they're like, somebody did this to him. Was that Ed? Maybe. I don't think so. Cause Ed had, Ed, listen, we, we're talking about Ed a lot, but he was pulling off some, some crazy stuff with antlers and all this. Last week, somebody had like razor blades taped to their fingers. Yeah. Ed, listen, we can say what we want, but he's not a shoddy worksman. You know, this could be an early attempt. Like maybe it was, he was experimenting and then he really found his voice. Artistic. No, that's the razor that's blade fingertips. We're talking about like uh, a kid in middle school art class versus Picasso. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this is this was Sid versus Ed, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Ed was Sid once upon a time. <laughs> That's true. This was one of his early works. I, I think you're right, Jess. <laughs> this is this was the work of a master. You know, say what you will about Ed being horrible and and creepy and like drugging people, which is not okay. Uh, but he master of his trade, very good at his craft, very original to the point that I think like it was really cool to see these types of zombies on Fear the Walking Dead, and I almost feel like. Uh, like we kind of like wasted the shot now that like that's done. Like I feel like right. that's something they could have stretched out over the course of a season. Is like who's creating these terrifying like um uh what's the what's the the place in 
New York that has like all like the outdoor storm. storm oh, a storm king. Yeah, it's like all these like storm king walkers, you know, <laughs> like just I like mean, all all this modern art stuff. Like this is interesting. I think it would have been cool for a season. Yeah, it could have, but they don't really have the budget to keep like tarting up the walkers. And also, the payoff to that was not that great. Like whatever, it's that's dead, what baby. That's what I'm saying. I say I think that they put a lot of thought into the design and not so much into like the sustainability from a story standpoint of the design. Chappelle, I think this could have lasted a minute. What if we did like one big taxidermy, like big bad, right? And so yeah. instead of Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth, we did like uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, Shape of Water. Yeah, and we get like a, yeah. a, a fish, a big fish guy, <laughs> a walker, and he's like walking around. Uh, and Alicia falls in love with it. Uh, yeah, Grinding Nemo. Uh, yeah. One of my favorites. <laughs> and, um, and, pretty soon, and pretty soon you've got like the human centipede walker. Oh, right. uh, Jess, <laughs> see? Oh, Why, you, know, you just yeah. always have to take it that one extra step. I mean, I, I guess just, it, it, that's not terribly far away from what I what I was uh, sketching out earlier. It was like, I, yeah, thought, exactly. I thought that's kind of what you were talking about. Yeah, that is kind of what I was talking about. Yeah. But uh, I just I, had to get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I helped. <laughs> yeah. we, we, it was a collaborative effort. Like, really, I think we work well as a team as a creative team and mm-hmm. you know ed worked alone like maybe he just couldn't get it that one step further because he i'm didn't not have gonna a i'm not gonna call us the human centipede of walking dead podcasting i'm just gonna say there are three of us on this podcast right that's, and you don't have to call it that i will that, that's, all, <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say get it trending on twitter folks uh so well you tried to kill me <laughs> an assault uh so ed is, is like a so Ed is going to like hammer on the walls and like attract the attention of all of his monster walkers. And everyone's like, Hey, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to protect us. Does anyone have any explanation for like how that was supposed to be a protective measure? Cause he's like, I'm trying to save you right now. You're saving us by bringing all of these walkers closer to the house. Is he just crazy? Jess? Yeah. I mean, this is where, this is where the 10 Cloverfield lane comparisons come in, I think, because it's like, yeah, he might have good intentions. He might feel like he's protecting you, but A, he strapped Alicia to a table. B, he's holding you at gunpoint, telling you not to leave, where I feel like a good guy would just be like, I don't think you should, but you can if you want, because it's free country. And C, he draws in all of his creepy Guillermo del Toro walkers by playing music and flashing lights on them. That's not protecting you. That's bringing the thing that you're being protected from right onto your head. And I like even Dakota is still at the end of the episode. She's like, no, he's a good guy. See, he was totally trying to protect us. Look at us. He sacrificed himself. And it was like, no, but he held us at gunpoint and brought walkers onto our heads. Like he was the reason that we needed protection in the first place. So yeah, he's a little bit crazy. And I think, you know, they keep going back to this trope, and I wonder how many times we can keep going back to it, where, like, grief destroys you. Like, it turns you into this monster that you, you know, you're the re- the real monsters are humans that are beset by grief after the, the other monsters came in. Like, the governor did that. I think, to some extent, we haven't gotten the Negan backstory. I think that's Negan for a little bit. That's the filthy woman, for sure. Um, <laughs> and now it's Ed. Definitely Morgan, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Morgan. Yeah. So I don't know. It was a very, very strange maneuvers, uh, strange maneuvers from Ed as he's trying to figure out uh, a way to protect everyone. And Charlie's like, yeah, no. And so she just, she drugs him. But as Chappelle notes, uh, he m- misses the vein. It's a bummer. <laughs> uh, just a, a quick, a quick shot. And then he's like, 
you missed the vein. I'm still fine. He also like falls and gets like stab like he stabs himself on some stuff. That's never yeah, good. He, he like woke drunk, like woke up drunk, you know, yeah. kind of stumbles into the room like you missed the vein. Yeah. <laughs> he has to explain his evil plan. Uh but uh yeah, he stumbles over and gets like I don't know, impaled by a antler. Yeah. And then they spend the next like 10, 20 minutes trying to save him. I believe that's uh, what they uh, refer to as hoisted by your own petard. Yes. So some say, and uh, they, they tried to save him. And I was like, this is a great time to let this guy die. And it is like, uh, and by the way, I agree. Let me go here. (laughs) Like this is my time. Um, I've actually had a lot of thoughts about how I, how I'd like to go. And the way I'd like to go is I'd like to be eaten by a lot of zombies and I'll, I'll buy you some time. Uh, and he's like, and by the way, Alicia, Virginia didn't kill my family. Like I told you earlier, I did it. It was an accident. It was because I've been to taxidermy. My hobby got them killed. And it's this real commentary on, uh, uh, on obsessions, Jess. And how you get lost in your obsession, and what do you lose? As yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it's that deep. What is it profit if you gain the world but lose your soul? I don't know. Um, you know? Yeah, I I think you know he's he's telling you what he wants, like let him have what he wants, right? Yeah. And two weeks in a row, we're gonna like we're gonna like not you know we're we're gonna like not let the bad people die. That's that's really annoying. I mean, at least we finally got Ed finally got what he wanted and he seemed to be very happy with his choice. Well, up until I think, you know, he's like, all right, eat me. Uh, And he walks up to the things and then they start eating him. And he's like, I regret it. (laughs) I immediately regret this decision. (laughs) Not great. Not great. Not Not great. But here comes yeah. Morgan, and Morgan's like, oh, things to kill, sweet. And so he kills all of these zombies, and he shows up, and Alicia's like, oh my god, Morgan! Morgan's like, oh my god, Alicia! And then the next day, Alicia's like, oh my god, Morgan, I think you probably killed all of those rangers, didn't you? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm killing. Sorry. I'm killing. <laughs> I'm I killing kill things. Bond now. Yeah, yeah, so that's on. And she's like, ugh. And there's like a little bit of a disagreement of she's like, you know what, I've come around on Dakota. I don't want to uh, hold. I think Dakota is on board with us. And Morgan's like, yeah, but we could use her to trade for all of her friends. And Alicia's like, mm, I think I'm out on that. And Morgan's like, all right, fine. Twist my arm. Why don't you? Because I'm very hell bent on making sure that all of us are together. And so that's how it's going to be. So if you don't want to sell Dakota down the river, that's that's OK. I'll play it your way because it's more important to me to have all of my friends together. And then Strand shows up. He's like, oh, everybody. And then Morgan holds out his, his what are you doing here? <laughs> right. Not all, like, of all of my friends. friends all of my friends, not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, this whole, all of this part was stressful to me because yeah. I wanted, I want to, I want Alicia to do the thing, right? I wanted her to like, okay, drop the coat off and go on about your business. <laughs> this is your chance. Get out. John Dory's out. Like, go. <laughs> and, she and then she called ahead and said, "Hey, we're doing the thing." So now that Morgan's like, "Hey, let's go do the thing," she's like, "Ugh, I can't do the thing now." I'm like, "But you already called ahead. You RSVP." And, and so in. yeah, it's like she's wa- she's waiting on you to come. What are you gonna do? Like either you go with Morgan and she knows I have her her daughter, or you don't go with Morgan and then look at you like Morgan's gonna like go off to the bunker and you're gonna be stuck with Virginia forever. So it's kind of she put herself in that position. I, and I was just kind of nervous. Like I didn't, I didn't want her to go with Morgan. Honestly, I don't know. Morgan, Morgan gets all murdery. 
he makes me uncomfortable when he's like, yeah. Hey. So I, I didn't blame her for like kind of being like, okay, listen, Ugh, I can't, I yeah, I can't do this. But, um, and then I still don't know where he, what is this? Is this a bunker? Where does Morgan have got all these people got living place. in? I got a house. I've got a, I've got a dried out hole in the ground with a couple of freestanding structures that don't have roofs on them. Yeah. Right. That's I need to I see this place before I like everyone's buying into Morgan's sanctuary and we haven't actually seen it. And then when you ask him about it, he's always like, I have to show you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we have seen it. It's just not that great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I got oh, you. You, you I, just do got to see it. <laughs> yeah, you had to be there. You like, really got to see it for yourself like, to believe thanks, it. Morgan. It's like the Matrix. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Only minor water damage. Yeah. So I don't know. And so they're like, all right, all of us have to get back together. And the strand's like, "What about me?" And they're like, "Not you, not you." Uh, so right. they're up, they're up against Strand, and Strand's like, "Guys, I can't tell you too much of what I'm planning because that would be too easy. But I'm promising you, don't do what you're doing. I'm working on a thing." And they're like, "No, forget it, Strand. Screw you. We're out on Strand." And it's just like, this is what happens when we can't talk to each other anymore. Right. But is Strand really working on a thing or right. is he just mad that he's not in charge of the thing? Maybe. It's hard to know because he's going to go to Virginia at the end of the episode and be like, I saw Morgan. He's got Dakota. Uh, and she's like, whose side are you on? He goes, you, my life for you. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. It, it was very much that vibe. She's like, well, who are you with? He's like, I'm with you. I was like, you. That's very, um, yeah. I don't know. This, oof, I, I know suggestive. she's not his type. Yeah. I, I know she's right. not his type, but I thought they were going to kiss. Yeah, she yeah. might not yeah. know that. And Strand is like, I'll do it. Uh, yeah, whatever. For and the greater good. Right? Any further, I'll do whatever. <laughs> whatever <laughs> it takes. <laughs> I will kiss a girl. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes. I'm in. This is a zombie apocalypse. People start looking a lot better. I don't know. You start to feel things that you didn't feel before. <laughs> I don't know. You're a human being? All right, fine. <laughs> you know, fine. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but then, like the whole, she's like, "All right, well then, let me let you in on my secret. I've got Grace, and she's very pregnant, and that's the big twist." Yeah. So, I mean, oh, I guess like it's a big twist because we didn't know where she was. Uh, we didn't know where uh, Morgan was in relation to all of that. He's obviously like, "Where's Grace? Where's Grace?" Not enough grace this season for this to like really pop. I feel like I don't know if I'm if I no, am all, you're right alone. because really all the grace we got and especially like because it was so long between seasons and because we really tuned out a lot of the last season. It's like all we know about grace is that Morgan won't shut up about her, and that's pretty much it. Like I, I guess she's all right. Like what I remember of her from last season, she's okay. But I'm not in love with her the way Morgan seems to be. Same, big same. I, I, they said it's Grace, and I said Grace, and I was like Grace, oh, Grace, okay, who's Grace? Grace. All right, yeah. Grace, that's so she's pregnant. Okay, she looks so, to be fine. Sir. She seems, seems fine. Un, she seems unbothered, you know. So then I was like, oh, okay, Grace. But at first, I gasped because I knew I was supposed to gasp. You know how you can tell a buildup is coming. Yes. I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, okay, Grace, cool, that's, Grace. That's like the big stakes. Is like, okay, so if Morgan's gonna have my sister. Then I'm going to have Grace and we'll see if we can't get ourselves a, a little trade off going here. So those are the stakes. That's the those are the events of the Fear of the Walking Dead midseason finale. I think that there is something really important that we need to talk about. And I'm starting to something pinged on my radar this week. And then I did some some light Internet detectivery 
Okay. And it seems like this had pinged on people's radar sooner. So uh, not really a thing that we've talked about on this podcast, but it seems like this this theory is floating around out there. That So Alicia tells Charlie that my plan is to go back to the stadium. Alicia and Charlie are from the stadium back in season four. They spent some time there. And then Madison, the Kim Dickens character, who was the star of the show for a long time and then was unceremoniously killed off, uh, saved her, you know, sacrificed herself to save everyone to get out. Yeah. But you never Friend of see, the podcast, Kim Dickens. <laughs> you, nev- you, you never see, you never see her die. You see the walkers closing in, but you don't see contact. You, it's, it's the implication, uh, as Dennis Reynolds would say, it's the implication, uh, and that's it. And so, uh, you know, the 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 press around that, in which I participated in the interviews with both the the showrunners as well as Kim Dickens, seemed to confirm that yeah, that's that's the end of Madison, and there are no plans for for her return. Um, but there was a lot of backlash to it. And people were very upset about it, and it pinged on my radar that uh, why is Alicia even bringing up the stadium? What what's the point? Why are we even bringing this up? And then to me, I was like. Is there any way that like they'll get to the stadium and like find out that Madison is still there? And she's like, I'm still here. And are we are we actually going to bring Madison back? And so that was my first thought. But then a, a, a little bit of a deeper dive yields some theorizing, Jess, that not mm-hmm. only is Madison alive, but Madison is the person who nursed Morgan back to health. And that Madison is here and is going to be an active part on the show. And perhaps one of the casualties of the mid season finale being bumped to next season is that that would have been revealed next week. Okay. Well, I know that in this universe, unless you see someone's guts being ripped out and the zombies wearing them for a hat, they aren't really dead. (laughs) So, okay. But we saw the stadium like it was on fire and there were nine million zombies inside of it. And there was and she did not have a vehicle and she did not have a weapon. So that is some like double dumpster energy here. Yeah, like, big that dumpster is energy. Big dumpster energy. BDE. Mm-hmm. Some BDE. That's right. Yeah. And as much as like nobody would like to see Kim Dickens return to Fear the Walking Dead more than I. Because she is awesome. And I say that before I knew that she was a post-show recaps fan. But honestly, like, how are they going to make that work? How is that even a thing? Like, she's not going to she's not gonna loiter outside this community where she knows her family is. Because I thought her whole thing was that she protects her family. And I don't buy that she's spent months and years just kind of hanging back and trying to track people down. And then when she knows they're there, she's going to like hang out and, you know, take care of injured Morgan who she didn't even meet and not actually like go see the people that are important to her, i.e. her family. Let me throw out a word here though. Amnesia. Oh God, no, (laughs) I'm out on this. If if it's amnesiac, Madison Clark, I am out on this show entirely. You can find yourself another podcaster. (laughs) Hell no. Big hell no. They're already doing that with Daniel anyway, and he doesn't really have it. Yeah. Give me the Mark Wahlberg amnesia. Give it to me, uh, Wiggler. Come on, let's go. She has amnesia. It's a serious (laughs) thing. I don't know why you're just playing it off like it's not an important thing. 
<laughs> you act like you've never met an amnesiac before. Uh, <laughs> no. Maybe maybe she linked up with uh, some people and she was an amnesiac. And then she's like, I'm part of your crew now. And then she, her, her and her people, and they're the army that Virginia's worried about. And she, like, uh, from a distance, sees... Uh, like the people of the gold, she sees uh, uh, Alicia and Morgan and all these people. She's like, I'm remembering now. That's my daughter. It's all coming back to me. And she decides like, Morgan, I got to bring you back so that you can bring all the people back and we'll join forces. And the end is the beginning, Jess. If the end of this twist of who is spraying the end is the beginning is that it's the beginning of Fear the Walking Dead colliding back with the current events of Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, that's so stupid. It's probably what's really going to happen. We are the writers of the show. Do not yes. <laughs> Look how much we have manifested this year. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Again, not I, my theory. I, I saw it, I saw it out there and then started extrapolating. And I, I think that that, that could be something that's going to happen. And that's like some season one Star Trek Discovery twist levels. Yeah. Oh, I like God. it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I think that maybe it's a fake amnesia. And she's going to, you know, raft down the Missouri yeah. and go by the name of Huck. Yeah, Huck Ormond. Wow. We're still in the same place at the same time. That is for sure. Right. Unless, unless I mean, we're we already doing it with Daniel and Huck, right? So yeah. there you go. Uh, do we have any further fear thoughts or do we want to start getting into the oh, I have a couple. Yeah. I, they're, they're dumb things, though. Like, we're, we're in the part of the podcast where we talk about the dumb things. Oh, was that not like before, too? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, that's a point. This is we're, we're going. We're stepping up the nonsense level because I have a few questions mm. for of things that really do not matter. Um, how does a single zombie capture a deer? Because zombies are not fast or smart, and deer are at least fast. Yeah, at least. At least. Have you ever met a slow deer? Can you imagine? Like, ugh, I'm out of breath. Ugh. Maybe the just, zombie had like head headlights. And the deer just got like entranced, Ooh, and so then, yeah, yeah. It, it got spooked, and so the zombie just kind of looked up on it. It <laughs> just happened yeah, or, to be walking by. That's a great tactic. Like, yeah, yeah. Or the so deer is like, wow, wow, that zombie's weird. It's got some like Guillermo del Toro crap on it. What mm-hmm. is that? And the zombie pounces. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was one thing. Um, I hate the way that Alicia says Virginia. Every time now, you're not going to not be able to notice oh, it. No, and she calls her Virginia. It's like that's not how you say the name or the state. Like, call her Ginny, call her Virginia. Don't what call her Virginia. A, what if it's a uh, a really passive aggressive insult? Like, it's like I I'm not I, I can't even be bothered to pronounce Virginia's name right. She's Virginia. She's Virginia. Okay. Like, yeah, Virginia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like we got your sister Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Like okay, that, that yeah. I buy. All right, well that that's helpful. We can check that one <laughs> off the list. Um, I like the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, why why do Emil's clothes fit Morgan perfectly when he was clearly oh six God. inches shorter and thirty pounds lighter than Emil? Uh, he's been working out. I mean, <laughs> it it was a fetching outfit. I'm not gonna lie. She's like, "Are you wearing Emil's clothes?" I was like, "He he is." And Morgan. The, the tailor, the tailor job on this is uh, impeccable. You're right. I didn't, I, I didn't realize that he was, um, you know, uh, not the same size as a meal because it did, it fit like a glove. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, is he like part of his building? His new community is like sitting there tailoring his clothes. 
Why not? You got time. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like time it was here. made for him. Yeah. And then no, um, they looked look great. He looks very fetching. I like how um, hell bent he was on like explaining that he killed a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you have a meal's clothes on? He attacked me, so I killed him. Oh yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, well he's dead now. Yeah, well, I yeah. you. Well, he's I mean, at first he's like, yeah, well, Mill's not going to be uh, hunting any <laughs> bounties anymore. That's never yeah. going to happen again. He like, was a bounty not, hunter. He not is a bounty. Hunter. I'm not so sure I understand, Mark. What are you talking about? Well. Uh, let me just say that uh, <laughs> if you were ever afraid of a meal, there's no reason to ever be scared of him anymore. I still don't, I killed him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He no, had to reiterate he, it several times. <laughs> he, he moved. He moved to North Dakota, and I got these clothes at his garage sale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. many Dakotas. So, yep, and I got one more. Um, at the end, Strand says, "Who do you want next?" And Virginia says, "All of them." And I hate that because. My four-year-old does that to me all day, every day. And I would have been like, no, you're not getting any of them until you tell me which one you want. You have to set priorities. Like You're going to choose. You can't have chicken nuggets and corn dogs for lunch. You have to choose Why not? One. Oh, man. You can do chicken nuggets in the mini corn dogs. That's how well, you that's, get... You, yeah. That's what he does. But, you know, I'm not... You can't have chicken nuggets and mini corn dogs and peanut butter and jelly and apple slices. Like you're going to choose a few things on that menu and I'll make a couple and then you can have more later. But yeah, Virginia is like, she's got big four-year-old energy here and (laughs) Strand should just be like, I'm not doing anything for you until you set some priorities. I don't blame her. She just lost her hand. She's like, Oh, my hand. Ah, my boo-boo. Do you okay, Virginia? Do you need some chicken nuggets? Yeah. Do you need uh, some corn dogs? Yeah. You know, I think like she's upset. She needs Oh, she needs some I need some hostages. Yeah. Where are my so, hostages? So you guys follow the show a lot closer than I do. do did we already know that Virginia killed uh, the parents? I don't think so. I think that was no, new information. Was yeah. I was like, Dakota, you liar! You yeah. said didn't happen. And I was like, well, it probably happened. Yeah, probably I don't know. Happened. What yeah, if Dakota is like secretly like the really bad one? No, she oh, hates Virginia too much. She's I mean, like, hey, Virginia's like, too much. Virginia <laughs> is like the big Krang muscle suit, and Dakota is like Krang in the midsection. So Dakota is master, and Virginia is blaster. Yeah, that's it. I like that. Uh, or, yeah. or it's like into the Spider Verse, and Dakota's inside the spider. Um, the, she's got yeah, the like the uh, telepathic, you yeah. know, spider. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like, like that. anime one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sure, and I guess I wouldn't put it past this program to have evil teenagers on it, because that was kind of how Charlie got started. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you know that this is like, we could probably get Rob Sestrinino back on board if it turns out Dakota is the real big bad, and she's like a spy the whole time. I wouldn't hold my breath. I think maybe that ship has sailed. I think he's like, oh, wow, you guys let me off? Okay, I'm never coming back. Yeah. I, don't, I can't I, blame him. Yeah. He's like John Dory. He went back him. to his cabin. Yeah. yeah. Every time I update you- him, he's like, that's not really what happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> he would he would come back for the fear half, but I don't think he would stick around for the world beyond. No, <laughs> so I keep telling him it's a great program. You really love it. Yeah, we would have lost them today. We'd have lost them on this one. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> he'd be gone. He'd be gone. Um, all right, that's that's fear the Walking Dead. Unless anyone's got anything else, no. I really nope. enjoyed this season of Fear of the Walking Dead. I gotta mm-hmm. say, this I is did like too. The most, this is the most I've enjoyed Fear the Walking Dead probably ever. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, that's a big, that's a big thing. That's not a nothing thing. Six seasons deep. So I mean, we're we're joking, and it's not a perfect show, but like it was enjoyable. It was fun. Like there were some good character moments. There were some good episodes. It's made for great uh, uh, 
really stupid discourse here on the podcast. So I'll be I'll be looking forward to seeing what they've got up their sleeves for the next half of the season. Yeah, I won't take all the credit, but ever since I joined the writer's room, I think you know, true. we've seen her. We've I seen think her. Think you, yeah. We got the Chappelle bump on. on there you go. Corner. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see like how terrible fear is going to become <laughs> because this is as good as it's ever been. Mm. And now I, I feel like we're getting up to the top of the roller coaster hill and like we're going to go into free fall maybe as soon as the second half of the season. Well, yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll see when that comes back. Do we have any guesses for when Fear the Walking Dead is going to return? They're not filming yet, are they? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's it's a pandemic. Who knows? It's a pandemic. Who knows? Walking Dead is uh, uh, has a return date for its uh, bonus episodes of season ten. That's the end of February, and that's going to last until like April fourth. So you could you could. In your mind, you could sketch out the scenario in which maybe the show returns like April 11th, I think. Uh, but that's a that is a wild, not a wild guess, but it's a guess. It's not it's nothing, nothing concrete. So I don't but I don't think that we're going to be talking about fear until at least the spring would be would be my bet. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's take a quick break. Quick break. We're going to just uh, recalibrate, reset, get ourselves ready because we've got a lot to talk about with The Walking Dead, World Beyond, back to you in a flash. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's get back into it. Walking Dead, World Beyond. Huck, how could you? How could you, Huck? I can't. I can't even believe it. Huck the spy. Huck the spy. Huck Ormond, my new favorite. Huck Ormond, Julia's daughter. I would like this better if this hadn't been the exact same twist that closed out season two of the Umbrella Academy. But Stragoy, stop. Stragoy. Yeah, I'm just saying, Josh. Josh. Josh, you you finished season two of the Umbrella no, Academy finally? No, I haven't oh, watched it, and I'm not well, going to. And I now he hates it more because I've spoiled him. Oh my god, a little bit, yeah, you know, just a tad. Julia Armand might might make an appearance. You never know. Is she on uh, the Umbrella? <laughs> watch Academy? it and find out. Watch it and find yeah, out. How okay. about that? Oh, yeah, fair. How about that? No, no, stop, yeah. stop! 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 It's not that? enough that I watch the Walking Dead world beyond people. Do you really need no. me to do this to myself? Yes. What yes. else are we doing? Yeah. Uh, it's a good point, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right, twist my arm closer to season three. Actually, don't. <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen. Um, so, I, and I got to say, like, I kind of it took me a second to process. So, like, we've been calling Huck is Huck's the mole for a while. We've been on Mole Patrol. Cue the theme, and Huck has been on our radar for a while. One thing that none of us were like, and she's Julia Ormond's daughter. 
and like I, I think it it could be a thing that's like a little bit of like blink and you miss it because there's like the what are it's like a, it was like a pendant or something. It's like is that dad's? She's like mm. yeah, go shower up. She's like okay, but she doesn't say like mom. So it's thanks like, mom. Yeah, thanks mom. <laughs> Can I get some chicken nuggets and corn dogs, please? <laughs> you know, there's no, there's like no actual like. Uh, all right, mom. All right, my daughter. But like the implication is there, uh, and I expect we'll get elaboration next week. Um, but this is some like low rent. This is some low rent are... Empire Strikes Back bullshit going on. How much on right more do now. we need, Josh? Do we need yeah. to have a whole conversation where it's like I carried yeah. you in my belly for nine months? Yeah. Why well, being like child? Welcome yeah. Back. Yeah. How dare you bite the hand that feeds you? I brought you into this world, and beyond. I'll take you out. And I'll take you out, and I'll take you out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like that. I think we need something like that. I mean, we're definitely going to get a moment of like uh, uh, some further illumination on the characters, I believe. Um, do we need any more further illumination, Josh? Well, yeah, we do, because the biggest question I have is, what is their game? Like, what are they yes, playing at? that's because what I'm saying, yes. If they want, this is, this is like me going fully Scott Evil here. If they want Hope and Iris to go to New York, why didn't they just come down in the helicopter and get them and go out without having to kill 10,000 people? And... Also, if they want them to go now, just kill everybody else and put them in the helicopter and take them to New York. I gotta say, I have no idea what's going on. Chappelle, this is some convoluted ass shit. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm with with you. I was like, okay, well, if Huck could just go to Julia Armand and just, you know, like, I'm sure they have the technology to just, you know, airlift these people and drop them off. But then she says, like, is the asset with you? I'm like, well, what's the asset? I was like, the asset is, yeah, I was is like, Big Mo. Clearly. Which one's the I, asset? We're going to talk about Big Mo, Big Mo in a second, I'm sure. But the, the asset? The asset. The asset. Is this one of these children the asset? Because they're two daughters. What, 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 makes, what makes one daughter more essential than the other? I don't understand. Or is Elton the asset? <sighs> well, then she would have lied because Elton is gone. Does she know that at this point? I, I don't know. Was that a flashback that Julia Armand scene? I don't know. Was, or did no, she just like duck was, out? Well, it was sort of a flashback. It was a flashback like, you know, where Huck disappeared for two days. She's like, I got to go do a thing. I'll be back in two days. And they're like, okay, bye, Huck. See you in a bit. They, they don't question this. They're like, okay, go have fun doing the thing. That's what she was doing while she was doing the thing. Like, so this takes place during that, right? Yes, I think so. That is some okay. sloppy construction, I feel. Yeah, because like. I thought yeah. this was the next day. Like, Silas yeah. and Elton leave, and then Huck's like, I need another break. <laughs> I, I, I think that there's a world in which that is what's happening, where it's like uh, they, you know, kick the can a few, you know, miles down the road, and Julia Armand's like, stay back at the cars, stay back. We're slowly following the trail we don't want them to see turn the lights off keep 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 steady keep calm and then like every night like huck's just sneaking out like for showers and shit does she have a car yeah like, yeah they, it sounds like they're they've made a distant like a a, de- a decent amount of distance between you know the destroyed property or where's julio mind's like Lair, right? So she's like, she's, in, like the, to... she's at the hub of like the really secret lair, right? That right. I, I thought she was in Ithaca, but I, don't know. <laughs> I 
was very confused. And like this hug just like like duck off and then she goes to like the, the underground grotto and takes the, the speedboat to Julia Armand's yeah. like home. Yeah. I just yeah. don't understand how she's making these trips. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand how she's making these trips so seamlessly. She goes and takes a shower and then she goes back and then everybody's like, oh, you, you smell good, like herbal essence or, you know, just, just, just with your hair. Like, yeah, well, I'm the only person of the, amongst the seven of us who's actually taken a bath this month. So I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very confused. Very confused. It's a lot to be confused about, I think. Yes. Um, like, why, why are they not just like escorting Hope and Iris straight to New York is a great question. Um, which of Hope and Iris is the asset? Uh, is it one of them? Is it something we're not considering? Is it Felix? Is it the whole group? Is this a test of like the resilience of humanity? You could be locked behind gates God. for 10 years and now you've got it. The power was within you the whole time. The no, we're, we're doing this divergent style. The human spirit is the asset. You know? Ugh. The asset was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, here's a, here's like the, the dumbest thing ever. Like if we're if we're expounding on dumb theories, because by the way, the last theory that we proposed was very dumb. Here's a dumb one. What if one of them holds the key, like some kind of biological key to curing the zombie virus, which they're still trying to do for some yeah. reason? Yeah. Look, I've been I've I said this a few weeks ago. Like, I do think like the concern here, Chappelle, is that like if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, like, are they ever going to tell us how? What? What? What are we? Can we do anything about this? And like, <laughs> they're like, no, you can't. You can't. That's not the point of the show. And then you get to The Walking Dead World Beyond, and they're like, well, actually, lean in Absolutely. for a second. I, I got to tell you a secret. This is the show where we tell you how we can do that. And it's like, oh, you choose. This is the venue. This is no, it? no, I won't get my hopes up again. Remember, that's what kind of lost me on The Walking Dead proper initially. I was very excited to see that th- this show has an end. You know, there's they are going to go find the cure, and then when it turns out there's no you, uh, there's no cure. Eugene's a, a big fat liar. I was just like, well, what are we doing? Yeah. And <laughs> and it just never came together for me. So I'm I don't I refuse to believe that these little tykes are going to be the thing that leads us to the cure. I refuse to believe that Iris is like patient zero who has like, oh, you just prick her finger. And then all of a sudden we have the thing. I got it. Nope. 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 We're not getting an I am legend ending. Are we? I don't know. It's possible. Um, So I don't know. So that's, those are questions, but also the question is like, all right. So Huck is working for Julia Ormond. Mm -hmm. She probably speaking of amnesia, isn't really an amnesiac. Uh, knows who her mother is, probably like knows her 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 full backstory, knows her full name. Um, but why has she been pretending to be Huck? How long has she been pretending to be Huck? How long has this specific plan been in the works? Why is there, according to Julia Ormond, literally no other way? If there was another way, we wouldn't be doing it this way. <laughs> this is a weird way. This is the only thing. So you guys, like, you have to, uh, by you, I mean us, the writers, we, like, we really have to have a very good explanation for all of this to make any kind of sense. I'm still down to have a good time. Don't get me wrong. I want to be very clear about this. I am am having so much fun watching The Walking Dead World Beyond. 
Uh, and like unironically, I'm just having a blast. What a what a what a weird time. What a strange choice to make this thing. And I'm glad that they did. And I'm thrilled it exists. And I love that we get to talk about the ridiculousness together. Um, but if they are going to try and like come up with anything that is like really coherent on any level in terms of like this was the only way. Whoo! Lots of lots of things show. have to happen. I don't yeah. know how. I don't know even know where to start. Julia Armand made like, this sound way more exciting. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jess. No, this just seems like a tall order for a two-season show. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Julia Armand made it sound more exciting than it actually is. She's like, she's undercover, and this is the only way that we could do this. And she's living a double life out there. And the, if they ever find out, I'm like, these are kids. These are kids. These and they're kids. idiots. So And they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. she doesn't have to have this whole convoluted backstory. I'm sure if she just showed up and was like, you know... I will take you to your parents. They'd be like, okay. You know, like, thank you. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, we already should have been suspicious when Huck says she doesn't remember anything about her life. And then last week we spent the whole time talking about everything about her life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right. whose eyes are we seeing it. that through anyway? Yeah. I'm speaking of flashbacks. This was a flashback heavy episode. I didn't really need all of that Silas content. I thought I did. I don't. Yeah. Well, I didn't need it. It was hard to watch, and then it was also boring at the same time. Yeah. So, we, we didn't really learn anything new about Silas, nope. <laughs> um, except a couple of things that aren't going to really matter in the long run. And there's a little bit of evidence for a theory that I'm going to put forth that I have. I've seen some people put this up on Reddit, and I th- the more I think about it, the more I think this is what's happening. But the first thing we learned about Silas that we didn't know is that he didn't kill both his parents. And he didn't, he killed his father and then he had to kill him a second time. So he did Mm -hmm. kill two parents. And then his mother (laughs) was so horrified by this that she gave him boot. Yeah. Yeah. She did. Where's mom? Yeah. Where is she? Don't know. Don't know. She's at the the stadium. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's at the stadium. Not Julia Armand. Julia or mom. (laughs) The main thing I think this flashback is a good game. Do you want to play that? Julia or mom? Uh, No, <laughs> this All is right. a bad game, Josh, and I, I am the, I am the undisputed queen of bad games, and so <laughs> yeah, I know a bad one when I see one. Um, so the other thing that we learned is that we watched Silas beat his dad to death. Mm-hmm. I didn't really intend to Twice, beat his dad. By the way, yeah, the He's first like, time. Remember when he was like, "Do you think I killed my dad?" And they're like, "I don't know." He's like. Yeah, did twice. twice? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, you're half right. (laughs) This is the problem with this universe. If you murder someone, you have to murder them twice because they're going to come back again. I bet you. I I feel like you think I killed my dad, and you'd be half right. (laughs) Doubly right. You'd be doubly right if you said I killed him twice. It was more like manslaughter, and then his dad died from like you know the aftermath of that. You know, like yeah. when, last time Silas saw him, he was alive. You know, now yeah, when he walked upstairs, up, yeah, when he walked uh, upstairs and bled out, that was just a consequence of the fight. If nothing yeah. else, yeah, yeah, it's sort of like you know, if you get hit by a truck, you don't die from the truck; you die from head trauma. Sure, yeah, okay. So the thing <laughs> we learned is that he killed his dad twice, and the first time was kind of like didn't really mean to kill him. And the second time was like, look how look how Silas can kill a zombie with his fists. That's pretty cool. He he beat him he beat him senseless until he stopped it living, until his brains collapsed in, and he literally beat his face off. And what do we think <laughs> happened in the last episode? We think Silas beat Tony's face off, right? Right. But what if 
what if Silas only killed Tony one time? What if he didn't kill him two times? Right. Uh, what right. if Tony was dead and came back and Silas just killed zombie Tony? Right. Oh. That, that feels right. That feels right. That feels right. Oh. Yeah. Well, how are we going to find out that that happened? How are we going <laughs> like, to... That's... This is my problem with this episode. We no, no. The whole episode. Yeah, go. No, go ahead, Chappelle. I will answer your <laughs> question, I just but com- finish your thoughts. I was just confused because we spent the whole episode not exonerating anybody. <laughs> just kind of like, if I did it, then you could get rid of me. <laughs> it's like but did you do it everyone's said, writing know. a book in world beyond yeah. now silas has if silas i did is now it. writing a book yeah. um right so <laughs> it's the thing there is one person there is one person who could exonerate him yeah there was a witness and we don't know what happened to the witness because we don't know that Percy was dead. we don't know we don't know yeah. that percy saw i mean percy could have done it percy could have seen it um Either way, we didn't see the zombies ripping Percy apart and wearing his guts for a hat. So, so clearly, he's Percy's still alive. At the stadium. Yeah, he's huh. at the stadium with Kim Dickens. He's just waiting to come back and tell everybody what's going on. So next week, we find Percy again. And Percy's like, well, here's what happened. Huck shot him in the chest and he died. And then he came back and Silas beat his face off. Right. Oh, that's that's true. And he does have uh, BDE, you know, that big dumpster energy. So he could yeah. be hiding anywhere. Um, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I just we spent a lot of time not exonerating anybody, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and it's, especially because that was my boy Elton's whole plan. His whole thing. This episode was like, I have to prove the innocence of Silas. This, this is man what the suit is was for this whole time. I'm coming, right. I'm, I, it's time Darryl. for me to get my Perry Mason on. Yeah. Right. He needs to be taken seriously. And he dressed the part and then nothing happened. And nothing happened. I just didn't like it. I felt like we wasted a lot of time on a useless backstory. It was kind of boring for me. I'm not going to lie. Not my favorite episode. I I get it. And I, and I don't disagree. I I think like that we don't have any, uh, like, I feel like there is like a quality of like, um, like two steps forward, one step back, or I don't know what the math is on that, but like something like that, where like the Huck reveal probably should have happened last week. Mm -hmm. Right. The Huck reveal should have happened in the Huck episode. And like who killed uh who killed Tony should have happened this week for sure. Um so like it feels like we're like off by a week with our reveals. Yeah. Like yeah. We're, they're like edited onto the wrong episode. Yeah. And I'll add something else in. Um we had Tony last week with that heartfelt moment with Felix where he said, As soon as I saw him, I said, I'd die for that boy. What if somebody was trying to kill Percy? And what if Tony jumps in front of the bullet? And dies mm-hmm. and comes back and gets his face beaten off. Right. That's yeah. what happens. Drunk Silas wakes up and he's like, oh no, a zombie. And then he beats, he kills him, but then he's still drunk, so he passes out. Right. Yeah. And like, then he wakes up and he's like, oh, I killed somebody, but did I kill him once or did I kill him twice? I don't know. Was Tony shot? Do we know we don't that? Know. Okay. We can't his tell. face was just beaten off by with uh, with that wrench. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. So yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, the, the head trauma couldn't have been if he came back as a walker. What if he had a heart attack? What if he died from natural causes? What if Ooh. it was just like Percy walks in the room and, and he's like, Uncle Tony, no. And Uncle Tony's like, he's like, my Elise, I don't have it or yeah. Bayer or whatever yeah. you use. <laughs> and, and then, yeah. And he's like yeah. reaching in his bag and he can't find it. He's still fumbling. He's like, I, I, you told me to prepare for this moment. And then, yeah. you know, it happens. And then he runs off. And, yeah. Right. And then he runs off and crying into the distance. And of course, only person there is Silas and he has to kill, kill him the second time. Yeah. yeah. What if, or what if, what if Tony's like, Okay, I'm definitely gonna die anyway. So you gotta finish me off so I don't eat you. 
Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, that, you like edit it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> edit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they do have similar energies. Yeah. Yeah. There is a little bit of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like good Ed, and Ed is bad Ed. Where's Percy? Yeah. He's I want to know where's Percy waiting in the wings to come back and explain what happened. Yeah, I think the other way because like things are kind of disjointed is like you can imagine next week starts with like a scene in which we see the whole thing play out and Huck just like killed him for whatever dumb reason. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like, get up Silas. So Huck kills uh, Tony. <laughs> Tony reanimates. Silas kills Tony again. It's a circle kill, of life, and everyone's I, I, like, Ah, Silas. No. Ugh. Uh, shenanigans uh, Huck has an alibi this time we know it wasn't Huck because she was with Iris save for Hope she was with Hope saving her from random guy right Mm. right and so she has an alibi unless she poisoned him right or you know hit his inhaler and he died from you know something like that so so she could I mean this is this is Huck we're talking about Huck Ormond okay she's she's living a double life this is the only way very yeah she's this is top level some professional shit okay it's in different areas okay so there's no telling what she was able to pull off but where yeah where is Percy has to be dead right I know we haven't seen his guts as a hat yes but they, they claim they searched for hours where could this kid have gone? Yeah, but it's Did them. Cut to Percy. It's them. He, is, he is still running, right? <laughs> like, like, just like cut to Percy right now. He's just running. He hasn't Force stopped. He hasn't Ooh, stopped. What if it's an elaborate magic trick? And he's no! like behind the veil. <laughs> and they he's pull like, back the curtain and he's like, ha ha. Ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this Maybe. was the, the, the grand, you know, this was the ultimate grift just gone wrong. Don't you know? love that we're still talking about this, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't love that. Like, this is what we were talking about last week, and here we are again this week, being like, "But who? Can- I don't want a waste to of be an like, episode. Who killed Tony? This is a two-week right. mystery. Are you freaking yeah. kidding? We knew Tony for one episode, right? And and, and next week is the two two-hour episode. Yeah, next right? week is the two. We're gonna spend two hours trying to figure out where Tony is. They Tony? better tell us at the start of episode. Nine. I want to know at the very at beginning. The very beginning. I before agree the credits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pre-credit scene. Yeah. Show me right. what happened to Tony. Where I'm done. No, I'll now. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure. Here's how it's going to roll out. So we have Elton and Silas doing their like of mice and men thing, like wandering <laughs> off on their own. <laughs> oh, no, it's, but I'm it's not like wrong. That, it's not quite not that, wrong. though, right? Elton doesn't like. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna take Silas to the rabbits for real. He's yeah, like, I'll find like, us the rabbits. Yeah, let's go get some rabbits. Yeah, like yeah. you're not going to shoot them by the river. No, but they're you know they're off on their own little side quest. Unless it's find- like sort of a reverse mice and men, and Elton is Lenny and Silas is George. Oh, he's gonna oh punch God. his head off by the river. Not great. Uh, yeah. Not great. No, not great for not great for either one of them. But yeah. I think they're going to find Percy. Oh, and I think Percy's going to explain trip. what happened, and then. Yeah. It's just a matter of, well, now we have to go back and make the case again. Yeah. And I love like the survivor energy in like the present day version of the story where Elton's like trying to swing a vote so that we don't have <laughs> to evict Silas. And then Silas is like, no, I vote to self evict. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, Elton was the, good, he was the whip. Call. He was the whip yeah. this episode. He's like, we have two, <laughs> we have two votes right now. If you yeah. could just, if we could get, no, he's like, she's like, no one's going to say, she's like, no, we got Huck. We have Huck. We have yeah. this. It's like, yeah. no, you don't. No, you <sighs> don't. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, best part of the episode for sure is Elton's very big adult decision to leave. Uh, he's going up. To, I well, hope I've decided it's time. <laughs> <to go>. Hope <laughs> I, 
I hope I, I hope you'll set, you'll give my regards to the rest of the group. Won't you hope? And he's like, oh, he's, just, he's, he's got his sweet little suit. I was like, it's, someone's got to protect Silas. It'll be me. I've made the very grown up decision to go. A baby's got to do baby's what a gotta baby's got to do. <laughs> you got to hike him up and go. Yeah. Bethar. Yeah. I he's was- off. I was disgusted. Was, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's oh, out. He's out. It. He's Stop done. It. And and like hope is like, well, if you're gonna leave, I may as well leave you with this. Well, I well, killed your mother. Well, well, Elton did the thing that he does every episode, which is like, you know, it wouldn't be crazy if you killed my mom, but if you told me about it, if you real, if you kill my mom, I could never forgive you. And right. then the next episode, like, well, if you kill my mom, I can forgive you. People make right. mistakes. Hope, right. tell me you killed my mom now. Tell tell me the thing so that I can forgive you. I might be able to forgive you. Tell me you killed my mom. And she's like, I did it. I have a secret. I got to. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And he's like, oh, my God. And he runs off with his bags. He doesn't have his pack mule anymore because Silas just leaves empty handed. So, of course, he's running behind him with his suitcase. His little Ellen's going to be able to fit into what's his face, the bounty hunter's clothes pretty soon. He's going to get Jack yeah. running around with all this stuff. Yeah, on. He's getting swole. Yeah, carrying big moat. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, big yep. growth that, spurt. Yeah, so I thought that was disgusting. I was not happy. I was like, "What are you doing here, kid? What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. but like you know that. what? Good for him. Like he's, you know, he's a grown no. ass man. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, I'm going to do what I got to do, and Silas needs protect. I'll never be able to live my, with myself after all of this. You'll tell the rest of the group I said goodbye, won't you? Uh, and hopes like, yeah, but I killed your mom, and he's like. <laughs> Well, I got to be honest, I don't love that, Um, but (laughs) I'm a mature young man and I'm going to consider my emotions on the matter. I'm going to I'll come back at some point in the future. and We'll probably have some moment where I'm like, you know what? That stinks, but you're a good person and this world makes you do crazy things. Hope like that's the energy that I'm getting from Elton. Like he's upset and he's found out the news and that's not great. But I think I think these crazy kids are going to be able to heal this rift. Yeah, it was. It's I, the idea of Elton and Silas being a team. It's kind of. It seems like it's been done before, like Pipsqueak and the Duke, or you got like a like a Spike and Ducky, you know, <laughs> like from the Land Before Time. Like you yeah. feel like this is a a perfect matchup, right? Like you got the muscle, and then you got kind of like the scrawny guy a little bit. Blaster kinda, and blaster. There it's you the, go. Big and tiny thing, you know. Like yeah, it's, it, this is this is a very well worn. Uh, yeah. Dynamic. So they're going to come back and they're either I, I want Elton to come back like hardened, like you said, kind of jacked, hardened by combat. You know, like him and Silas have seen it all now. They've been out in the Simple wilderness. Scar down the face. Right. Yeah. Right. He's not the same. Elton. He's, he's he's lost the corduroy the jacket, but he's just the vest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, and it's open like uh, yeah. he's got all the buttons open in the vest and the tie is like a little undone. And he's he has, like, hair he has, on his chest. He has like, <laughs> a, a bandaid on his fingertip. Elton, you changed. <laughs> <laughs> my battle scars. Yeah. Okay, my, so my the battle question boo-boo. is, yeah. does, hope can fall for him. Yeah. Yeah. Is the group back together by the end of the next episode or by the end of the finale? Like, does do they get one episode on their side quest or two episodes? One episode on their side quest, culmination uh, by the end of the finale. <sighs> And and even then, still, we may be looking at a different uh, shakeup at that point. Yeah. Are we going to no. get a time jump? Oh, Maybe God. for season two. I don't think for season one. No. So you think, like, between this season and the next season, like, all of a sudden, they'll just be in New York? Like, they'll be... Yeah. Like, 
They're going to have to explain how all of these four-year-old children are now suddenly six. They're going to give a montage. Yeah. Yeah. A lot lot of life changes, you know? Huck is going to stumble across a Julia Armand vehicle. And they're going to be able to utilize it. That's going to be the last scene where they're like walking to the, cl- there's a, uh, in the clearing, there's like a, a motorcycle with a sidecar and yeah. several <laughs> other sidecars. And they're like, this is it. This is what we need. We can use this. And then they speed off into the distance. And then the next episode, we see them like coming across like the Brooklyn bridge. I don't know. What yeah. part are you really yeah. going to again? <laughs> they gotta, they gotta, they gotta wind their way there too. It's they're going to stand on the edge of the gorge and look out and be like, it's beautiful. Look, it's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> this is right there. literally like all i know about ithaca is cornell it's and gorgeous. gorgeous it's gorgeous it's gorgeous uh, so i don't know what else is there to say about world beyond this week that's it right it it wasn't much it was a lot of brooding you know it's kind of like we forgot this was a ya novel until this episode and you're like oh we're gonna brood the whole episode very brooding. everybody's brooding everybody I'm, i've got one more ya novel point to make i don't know if we talked about i can't remember if we talked about this last week but is it possible that percy was not the person that made the makeup make out cave like is it possible that silas was the one who defaced the books and decorated the make out cave and percy was about to take credit for it he's just like i want to go make out wow, behind the a, truck and silas is like i'm making a beautiful cave for you and you know we don't have percy's whereabouts accounted for this entire time and we certainly don't have silas's whereabouts accounted for this entire time so I mean, maybe one of them's just like, yeah, I'm going to go make out with this chick behind the car. And one of them's like, I'm going to take the back of the truck and I'm going to make it a beautiful art cave. And Iris just sees it and she doesn't know who made it, but she thinks Percy did. And so she just like falls asleep in it. Yeah, oh, that's great. I don't, yeah. I wouldn't picture Silas the type to have the technique or the steady hands to pull off such a procedure, you know, <laughs> especially in his drunken state. He's um, multi-talented. Right. Maybe, like, like, I, I don't know. Maybe she didn't show up when he thought she was going to, so then he got, got wasted. <laughs> or it's a real comedy of errors, and it was uh, actually Elton who who uh, set up the back of the van for Iris. Uh, yeah, or he did it because <laughs> Silas asked him to. He's like, right. "Can you help me make a makeout shack for Iris?" And Elton's like, "That's I my real you, house." Buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I've read up on this. I, yeah. I might not know forensics, but I yeah. do know the Louvre. I read uh, about makeout caves. <laughs> <laughs> This same kid who didn't know what's been the bottle was, or what was it not? It's been the bottle. Um, what were they playing? Uh, Truth yeah. or Dare? Yeah. yeah. He's like, so do we need chairs for this party? But he's like, make out cave. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> that's my, that's my thing. Yeah. I know what to do. Okay. I like that. Uh, just, yeah. I like the idea that Silas was like putting all this effort into it. And then he shows up and he sees like Percy kind of like, uh, impeding on his own. And then he just gets drunk. Like, yeah, I hate women, you know, and then like falls into the stall. And then he wakes up and sees Tony's uh, zombie trying to attack him. And then he has to, yeah. you know, revert back to old Silas. Yeah. Yeah. I dig yeah. it. Yep. Pin it. I guess we'll find out. We can unpin it next week. You know, this is the good news is this is a complete season. So, uh, we will have two episodes next week to talk about. It's a two part finale for the walking dead world beyond coming up. We're going to get all the answers that we could have ever asked for. Everything is is coming our way. Uh, so we'll find out next week. We'll be here to to run it all down. One more, once more into the breach. Um, Jess, what's what's going on in your neck of the podcasting woods? Uh, well, we've got a great episode of Star Trek Discovery that our recap for that dropped over the weekend. It's very, very fun. I think you'll enjoy hearing Mike Bloom and me with all of our opinions about that. And we have 
two Amazing Race episodes, well, two Amazing Race episodes and two Amazing Race podcasts because we had a back-to-back episode this week and we recorded a recap, which is over on the RHAP feed, and then also a show for all of the Amazing Race nonsense that we called the Tar Pit. And it went very long and was very fun this week. So highly in, in, highly recommend that everybody check that out. And also for the patrons. Josh and I got together and recorded yet another podcast where we talked about the brand new show that everyone is talking about. It is uh, David E. Kelly's new series, Big Sky. We watched the pilot. We had a lot of thoughts. And I think even though everybody else is talking about it, I think you want to hear us talk about it. I agree. I agree. So check that out. That's in the patron feed. Chappelle, uh, what happened? What did you do? What is this? <laughs> I haven't listened yet, but you did a thing and everyone's like, what? <laughs> I did a thing. What is was, it? What did you do? I was minding my own business. And uh, <laughs> Rob, Rob contacted me. He said, you know, we should find something else to talk about. And um, he had done a Myers-Briggs podcast recently. And, it, I, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I thought Rob really understood that. But I remember... Back in the uh, the Edge of Extinction days, Robert did a podcast with Colton Cumbie about the oh, Enneagram. I remember. I believe yeah. that I got attached to a podcast that I was on as well. I believe. Yeah, it was you were. Order. It was the Wandoff Winners and Colton. Yeah, <laughs> and, I believe that's and, right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so within an hour, uh, Rob uh, did not learn anything about it, and so I said, "Well, Rob." I got to know a few things about the Enneagram. I could talk you through it, you know, just just so you have an understanding. And he and I discussed it. And apparently people are really invested now in, <laughs> in the Enneagram. Yeah, Enneagram. Yeah. And so uh, if you are interested in personality assessments uh, or just want to hear me ramble with Rob for two and a half hours, which I guarantee you is very entertaining, uh, I would check it out. Uh, I did a thing and people are talking about it. So, yeah, if you have a chance in the Rob has a podcast network, uh, check out the Enneagram uh, assessment podcast that I did with Rob Session, you know. Uh, I was pronouncing Enneagram. Enneagram? Enia. 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 Like Virginia. Virginia Graham. Should we do Virginia Grahams next week? Yes. Virginia. (laughs) Could you you, uh, come up with Virginia Grahams for the Walking Dead World Beyond cast for next week? No. (laughs) 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 Thought about it? No, I probably could not. But uh, but I might try. I might try anyway. I might try anyway. You can email us twd at poshorecaps.com. Yeah. It's just a fun thing that we did. And so if you, like I said, if you have two and a half hours, you know, in in whatever kind of time frame you have within days or whatever, give it a listen and uh, don't tweet me about it. Uh, yeah, everybody's tweeting about, about, it. about it. That's how I know. And people are tweeting. Yeah. It. it seems. It seems. I did, I did see one person who's like, "Come on, relax. This is Chappelle. Like, lean off of Chappelle." Uh, right. People are like, "Stop tweeting." Like, people just really want to talk about it. And I like to talk, so yeah. I warn people: don't tempt me. And you know, the people ignored me. So here we are. Here we are. We're we're here at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So Jess is at Haymaker Hattie. Chappelle is at Chappelle's underscore show. Mm-hmm. Matt Round Howard. We're going to be here. We've got one one more ride here on the Fear the Walking Dead World Beyond podcast, and then that's it. So strap in, get your predictions in, let us know, send your feedback. We'll record next Monday, uh, and we'll have uh, we'll have have a podcast coming away shortly after that. So um, that's it. Okay. All right. Bye. That's it. Bye. bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.